0: Guess who? It's me again. It's 5 o'clock. you care what the mainstream media says? What's up, fam? You out there? You're listening? You live from central Wisconsin. Another day, another dollar, another, another dollar. Uh, no, <laughs> another day, another news story. How's that? We'll, we'll go there. Uh, it's good to see you guys out there today. Hope all is well. I see you guys, uh, working your way in here today. I got an interesting mix of, of stuff today. I don't know how I found this stuff, but 24 hours of um, of news digging, and I found some actually some interesting stuff. So, uh, we got uh, lots to get to today. Um, Clinton's back in the news. An itchy nose. Clinton's back in the news. Alex Jones in the news. De Blasio in the news. What else do I got over here? Uh, We're going to talk. We're going to read Julie Kelly's new article that she's got out today. That's definitely on the list. Some international news in Israel and Mexico. Um, What else? Jeez, I got all kinds of stuff. Eric Prince had words. How long is this? What do you think? Two minutes. Um, Kanika has, has a couple of uh, of newsletters out that are interesting. I want to get to those. QAnon-aligned election denier makes November ballot in Ohio. We got to talk about that one um, and lots of other stuff out there. So we got uh, lots to talk about today. We'll get to it all here in just a moment. Thank you guys for working your way in here today. I appreciate you guys very much. Do me a favor. Go to UncensoredAbe.com to find everything uncensored. That's right. UncensoredAbe.com is where you can find everything you need to know. If you can, just bookmark the site. So if anything happens to any of the other platforms, you can always watch me directly from the website here. Every day, 5 Eastern, 4 Central, Monday through Friday. (laughs) foxhole d live twitch rumble cloud hub and tiger network are where you can find the live stream tour three is still down the chans are still having problems jim got attacked by van Wattack and got backstabbed so there you go i don't know if you guys have heard that story yet but um let's see if i can get jim maybe come come in and join us on friday to tell us what's going on with all the bullshit over there and the chans getting attacked again all that stuff so anytime somebody uh speaks too much truth you know not in this world not allowed but I appreciate appreciate you guys checking out the website when you guys get time. Do me a favor. Check out the podcast as well. Podbeam, iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify. Pick one, anyone. Just search Uncensored Abe on your on your favorite uh, podcast platform. You'll be able to find it. We're going on 311 episodes now, so I just, uh, I'm just i just going to keep it going, man. And you guys' support on the podcast has been amazing, so thank you guys for helping spread the word. And all your love, support, and prayers that I see, your messages over there, thank you guys very much. I appreciate that. Telegram and True Social links are where you can find me the most. That's where you'll be able to find all the links or interact with me on True Social. if you so choose i appreciate you guys very much for uh for following me over there much love we 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 usually stream the the show over on telegram too but i never get a listener over there ever (laughs) somebody checks in like i guess you know every now and then so it seems like kind of pointless to me whoops i just opened up zoom on accident um it seems kind of pointless to stream on telegram but I don't know. It's kind of helped. The only reason why I have been doing it, in fact, let me just set it up real quick right here. Uh, the only reason why I have been doing it is just as a, like a reminder to people, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you want to come uh, hang out? We're live. Oh, you can't schedule a live stream for now? <laughs> why not? All right. Uh, we'll get the live stream going on the Telegram there so we can get that going for Appreciate you guys very much. Thanks for joining us. Um, we're going through the website and we're going through all that stuff, so I'm working on getting that going here just give me a second here will you there all right telegram Telegram's going. True. true social links at the very top appreciate you guys uh see if i can get jim in here to tell us what the hell's going on with the chans and tour three if you want to help keep the lights on, cash at PayPal and Patreon, as well as buy me a coffee. The link is Uncensored Abe, all one word. Just search buy me, uh, uh, buymeacoffee.com backslash Uncensored Abe. Thank you for all the love, support, and prayers. Deplore Laura yesterday. Uh, great great show. Love all you do. Uh, thank you. You are awesome. That's very kind of you. Chris dropping a coffee on me yesterday and someone the other day as well. So thank you guys very much. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for your uh, for your support through that, as well as mypillow.com backslash Abe. Do me a favor. Go check Check out the website when you guys get time. Mypillow.com back, backslash Abe. They got their bed sheets uh, on sixty percent off until they're gone. Flash sale on all of all of uh, my pillows as well as. Slippers and sandals. Buy one get one free. Bed sheets. Buy one get one free. Towels. My pillows. Beach towels. Uh, Go anywhere pillows. As well as the the mattress system is thirty percent off, and the toppers are thirty percent off. So check out seventy percent off sleepwear. Go to the bottom of this site. There's also some cool stuff. Some Frank speech t-shirts. and mugs. Uh, they got coffee coming now pretty soon too. So we'll we'll get to that. We'll get that added to the website as well. Lots of cool stuff. Check out mypillow.com backslash Abe. The cool thing about having a sponsor like like My Pillow is I, it really changes. Uh, everything as far as paying the bills and you know turning this into somewhat of a career I guess I did never really planned on that I just planned on running my mouth to all you guys and see who wanted to listen whether or not you wanted to listen or not <laughs> but um, because of my pillow you know I'm able to continue to do this so if you guys need anything sheets towels something like that check out mypillow.com backslash abe use discount code abe thank you guys very much for the support I appreciate that you can always find that link from the website you can click it directly from there as well the bottom of the website Facebook true social gab links as well as my email address, Linktree, and PO box. So check that out when you guys get time. Thank you all for working your way in here today. Let me say hello to everyone over there at the Foxwell app. Thanks, guys, for working your way in here today. I think I saw who was first in the house. Tori is in the first in the house. Thank you for joining us today. Much love, Polidius. Thank you for everything you do, getting all the links out there and all that stuff. I appreciate it. Unless you brought uh, uh, each an apple, no kudos for earliness. <laughs> oh uh, good to see you guys out there today i hope all is well you had an average day nothing special to talk about gotcha gotcha p thaggy hanging out for a couple hours i appreciate that thanks for being here today p thaggy uh knock my socks off as well as many others over there on the fox app working their way in here today thanks for being here today guys do me a favor share the link out there tell somebody about the fox app thanks guys for being here let me check uh what's going on over here on rumble hey hey rumble what's well, good rumble crowd Knock my socks off over there lurking as well as style styly girl, ill of the hun. Uh, Chris, thank you for all you do, getting the links out there and everything. God bless you. Thanks for being here today with us as you are every day. Much love to the R- Rumble Club, working your way in over here today. Do me a favor, hit the plus button on the Rumble over there. Thank you guys for working your way in here today. Hello, Ilda. Hope all is well. And the Twitch crowd, a great crowd working the way in t- uh, today as well. Uh, thank you guys for the new follows, Fineo Live, and let's go, Brandon. I uh, watch. Uh, if you guys want some interesting content, check out Fineo Live. Just search Twitch for Fineo, F-I-N-A-O, live. You guys should check him out. Uh, we'll We'll, we'll, we'll raid him after the show here today, so check that out. Good afternoon, Sid, in Scotland. Hope all is well. Thanks for joining us here today. Cat Rocks, Patriot Lady, Deplora Laura's in the house, Z Patriot hanging out as well. Much love. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, Let's see. Uh, T-Rex is in the house, Cat Rocks. And uh, let's see. Who else is over there? Good crowd over there on on, on Twitch working the way. And Patriot Lady, God bless you. Hope all is well. Happy Tuesday to you as well. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. And for some reason, again, I don't know why Tor3 is not launching. I'll have to uh, see what I can do. I know he's been working on it, but VanWa pretty much fucked him over pretty good, so... There you go. There's that story there. Thanks for being here today, guys. I appreciate it. We got lots to get to today, so we'll probably hop straight to it here. Um, Let me see if there's anything kind of... Damn, Jim streamed for seven hours. Jim is not dead. (laughs) There's a story going around saying Jim Watkins is dead. Unbelievable, this world that we live in. Ohio Patriot, thank you for the can. And Totoria, thank you for the shades. Much love. I appreciate that very much. I appreciate you guys. All right, so what do I got here today? Two shout-outs, Cat Rocks. <laughs> I, I think I saw you twice in there. Hey, Jane. Much love. Hope all is well. All right. Um, what do I have here? I think I'm just going to just start where I, at the beginning, and, and see what we got going on. Um, it's kind of a, you know, a mishmash of interesting stuff. So, without further ado, shall we? boom Media. Reality. <laughs> Uh, man, that's about all I'm going to say about that. Hey, Liberty Bells, much love. Mexican drug lord who murdered a DEA agent brought to the United States for justice. A notorious drug lord, Rafael Carol Quintero, will be extra- extradited to the United States to face federal charges, including the murder of a DEA agent, Enrique Quique Carmena, in 1985 which brought national attention to the war on drugs in Mexico. The co-founder of the Guadalajara cartel was arrested on Friday and Associated Press reported after a decade on the Federal Bureau of Investigation's most wanted of fugitives list. The Guadalajara cartel was, spewn, was, was a spawn of many notorious drug empires, such as the El Chapo Sonola cartel. Quintero, who served 28 years in federal prison in Mexico for the... Uh, Carmonera Carmanina murder was released from prison on a technicality back in 2013 on a technicality. Yeah, right. Per the Los Angeles times, the decision to release him, however, was reversed by the Mexican Supreme court, but only after Quintero went into hiding in response the United States put a $20 million reward for any such information that would lead to his capture since then American officials have accused him of assuming the a leadership role in the Son- Sonola cartel following El Chapo's downfall while also running his own organization in the same region. Quintero's leadership of the drug trade came to an end on Friday though, when a joint operation by the Mexican Navy and the Mexican attorney general's office in uh, San Simon, Simon Sonola, San Simon Sonola, i try to say that 10 times fast, Apprehended him. Former DEA Chief and International uh, Operations Mike Vigil reportedly called it one of the most important captures of the last decade in terms of importance to the DEA. Now that Quintero has been arrested again, the United States has 60 days to file a former extradition request with uh, supporting evidence. The extradition process is likely to be lengthy given the potential for appeal, but one of the most notorious drug lords in Mexico history is now back in prison and will have to answer for his appalling crimes on U.S. soil. A very big story today. And I saw um, the Mexican authorities, you know, obviously very proud of this. Um, You know, you you bite the head off the snake in a drug cartel, what happens? Another snake emerges. So, you know, I mean, I'm having a hard time getting, like, overly excited about this as far as, like, you know, the dent that this is going to put on the drug trade. However, comma, the timing of this... (laughs) And the fact that it's happening now is pretty freaking interesting considering the Sonola cartel's links to the CIA and the Biden crime family. <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> so that's why that story is is very interesting. You see what I'm saying here? Like the, the whole Sonola Cartel thing is a was a creation of our government <laughs> and and the corruption therein. So a, a pretty big story on that front, but I'm just like, what do you guys think? You know what I'm saying? Are you guys waiting for the next, you know, technicality, meaning money? Uh, hey, cat girl. Thank you. Uh Bolder Q. Yeah, I got some good stuff today. I, I, I It's it's going to be stuff that you wouldn't expect, but I got some pretty interesting stories today for sure. Bolder Q. Thanks for joining us here today. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, like I'm just I'm just putting it in the context of it's interesting, but there are some that are like, hey, see but nothing's happening, but I'm at the same time, I'm like, man, how much of a dent is this really going to put in the drug trade, like on a realistic scale, um, considering how much drugs comes across our border every day? Um, oh, you know what? I forgot, a, um, I forgot a clip that I wanted to play for you guys today. Where did I find that? This is a perfect time to to fit that in. Oh, I put it in my other folder. I have a classified folder that I saved for just... <laughs> for just, uh, until after I go live. Cause there's so many snipers that steal my shit and talk about it. So anyways, um, yeah, yeah. it's kind of rude that I have to do it that way, but some articles I'm sure everybody does it. So check this out. This is from Lara Logan's uh, telegram today. I'm sure. So I'm not the only one who saw this. I'm sure many others, Um, And you guys know what I do is just basically bring together a a conglomeration of all the different great creators out there and and journalists and stuff and just try to present a show and and highlight their great work. That's really what I do. I stay in my lane in that way. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you guys. So this is about a minute from... Um, a Newsmax reporter at the border. Um, and um, Lara Logan tweeted this, or tweet, telegrammed this just a little bit ago. Um, let me check my sound on this real quick. Yeah. This is your daily... Way too th- low. Um, I'm going to have to double it probably here. All right, check this out uh, from Lara Logan's telegram today.
1: This is your daily sit rep right behind you is mexico and we're in where are we right now uh 10 miles south of van horn i'm with assistant chief stacy holland 50 pound bundle yeah just abandoned here. three of them cbp and you guys chasing people back yeah it's pretty normal every day uh right here is the known traffic corridor we probably made 20 cases in the last 30 days through here but the
2: bundles like this, this, this is the third one this morning yeah third one of the day probably 50 60 pounds right here We'll take it back, uh, turn it over to our uh, crime lab folks, cut it open. Sometimes it's weed. We've seen it's multiple, multiple bundles here. Exactly. Already. But sometimes in hidden in here, you you'll have little yeah. pockets of uh, methamphetamine. You know, we've seen fentanyl inside so of these. So they're polyloading them.
1: Polyloads, yeah. I mean, we just, you never know until you break it down. That's what's happening down here on the southwest border. And right there is directly linked. They believe this is La Lina cartel's
0: load. As always, be safe. Holy crap! That was probably extremely loud. Sorry about that. Um, thank you guys. So, uh, Tripwire Triggers is uh, the TikTok that uh, that you can find that on, and I, I have never been. Sorry about that. Um, holy crap! Stop. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, that was extremely loud. <laughs> All right. So that's from Larry Logan. A report from the border. And you know that's kind of the most underreported part of the story of the border, right? Ampre- apprehensions are up. Like, what was it? The, what was it? What did I say? Like two hundred fifty percent or some shit. <laughs> you're girl, Are you ever not in a good mood? You always seem like you're in a good mood. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie, brother. I'd hate to see you in a bad mood. I just put it that way. <laughs> All right, so uh, there's the border report. and That is, though, right, one of the most underreported stories is that apprehensions are up. So the great work the Border Patrol is doing down there, you know what I'm saying? To, to to capture these people is one of the most important underreported stories, I think, that that uh, is amazing that there's really no media outlets out there helping cover it, you know what I'm saying? So any, anytime I see, I get any kind of report from the border, I try to bring that to you guys, and I'll do that uh, more tomorrow as well. I'm going to get another report from the border to you guys tomorrow. So there's the beginning of that. The other big story today is this one. Clinton lawyers deny involvement in the dossier sourced Denchenko ahead of the Durham trial. The Clinton's lawyers are, are uh Clinton's lawyers are why did why do people DM me? Just don't me do me a favor, just don't even bother DMing me on Telegram because I'm not gonna answer. So, anyways, um Washington Examiner, um Clinton lawyers filed a, a motion to dismiss uh Trump's case today. Um so we'll see what happens in this. This is going to be interesting to see wh- how the judge rules. Um, and I'm not going to make any, any you know, any determinations ahead of time. But Jerry Dunleavy has a new article out today. Shout out to uh, Judge Tumor for finding this one. Special Counsel John Durham in the news again today. Hillary Clinton's lawyers are denying any connection. <laughs> Didn't need that eardrum. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you got the headphones in? I am terribly sorry about that. Hillary Clinton's lawyers are denying any connection to British uh, ex-spy Christopher Steele's alleged main source, Igor Danchenko, following a lawsuit brought by former President Donald Trump in the lead-up to the Danchenko's October trial. Trump filed a federal racketeering lawsuit containing a host of (laughs) characters—a host of characters? (laughs) That's nicely written, Jerry. Including Clinton— Members of her campaign, FBI leadership, Danchenko, and others were part of a broad conspiracy to undermine his candidacy in his presidency with false collusion claims, and Clinton sought to dismiss the suit late last week, in part by disputing any direct links between Danchenko and her campaign. We'll see how Mark Elias plays in this. Danchenko could not have, quote, conspired with the RICO defendants with the rico defendants huh clinton's lawyer said he does not know them he has never met communicated or agreed with any of them about anything this is why all of trump's allegations that danchenko conspired with anyone are conclusionary and factually baseless trump can allege no specifics there are none Denchenko, a Russian-born lawyer, was charged in November by Special Counsel John Durham with 5 counts of making false statements to the FBI, which Durham says he made about the information he provided to steal for his discredited dossier. According to Durham's charges, Danchenko anonymously sourced what was a fabricated claim from longtime Bill and Hillary Clinton ally Chuck Dolan about Trump campaign manager Paul Manafort's resignation. Durham claimed that Dolan actively campaigned and participated in calls and events as a volunteer for Clinton's 2016 campaign, and he spent years during work for Russian businesses and Russia's government, including in 2016. Durham has not charged Dolan or Clinton with wrongdoing. Dolan is discussed at length in the Danchenko indictment. Danchenko has pleaded not guilty. He has lived and worked in the Washington, D.C. area for many years, and he allegedly relied upon a network of Russian contacts, but undermined key collusion claims when interviewed by the FBI. He allegedly relied upon a network of Russian contacts, but undermined key collusion claims when interviewed by the FBI. The special counsel noted that certain allegations, which Danchenko provided to Steele that appeared in the dossier, mirrored and reflected information that Dolan himself also had received through his own interactions with Russian nationals. Hmm mirrored and reflected information that Dolan himself had also received through his own interactions with Russian nationals. Trump's lawsuit, filed in March and then amended in June, said the RICO defendants, including Clinton, Danchenko, and others, conspired in a scheme to manufacture and disseminate the Steele dossier and Danchenko's various false statements to law enforcement to hurt Trump. The Clinton attorneys argue Trump conveniently overlooks that the claim about Manafort provided to Danchenko by Dolan was widely reported prior to when he alleges Danchenko received an email about it. Yeah? (laughs) How did that happen, Miss Wrap-Up Smear? The Clinton legal team filing contended that just as the media reporting on the goings-on of Trump's political campaign was political speech protected by the First Amendment, so it would have been... For any defendant. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> they they always have these weird ass arguments that they that legal angles that they take. You know that? Like it's where do you get this from? Robert Trout, who was in the same firm as Denchenko's lawyers, represented the Clinton campaign ahead of the trial against Clinton campaign lawyer Michael Sussman, who was found not guilty. Here's the link to the Clinton filing. Uh, Let's see. Does he have anything else in there? There's just a link in there for the filing. All right. Yeah, and I'm not going through 40 pages of uh, Nelly Orr and Bruce Orr, 43. What is this? Hold on a second. I'm going to have to look at this. (laughs) It mentions Nelly and Bruce Orr. Stop. What the? (laughs) You see this? Every time I go to try to grab the the link, it it goes away. You see this? (laughs) You were sent here to fuck with me, I swear. (laughs) Open a new tab, how's that? Hey, there we go. One page, seriously? (laughs) Um... This is just hilarious. You see this shit? Watch this. <laughs> All right, um, I'm just gonna keep moving. I'll, I'll. Uh, I'm sure some people will be digging through that, um, that document. <sighs> Sorry. All right, so there's that. Um, <laughs> let me read this paragraph again. Sorry, I was trying to grab the freaking link. The Clinton attorneys argue Trump conveniently overlooks that the ca- that the claim about Manafort provided to was widely reported prior to when he alleges Dzhankov receives an email about it. Why does that even matter? <laughs> so this is going to be interesting to see how this plays itself out. I, I just want to see how, what the uh, what Trump's lawyer respond with, um, and that's the whole purpose. It's not just me, huh? All right. Um I keep losing my train of thought. The wrap-up smear side of this is what I'm trying to is what I'm trying to trying to angle on. The fact that the media had it first, how did the media get it, Hillary? So I'm curious to see where President Trump's lawyers take that. And that's that'll be the one that I really dig into because there's gonna be so much legalese jargon in this one anyway, that's probably full of garbage that you that'll take you, t- you know two days to go through to find anything that's a little nugget in there. So I'll wait till uh, Trump responds to this lawsuit and we'll see what happens with that. Hillary Clinton news. Oh, nice. (laughs) John Durham requesting three subpoenas. Oh, huh. Wonder who else was in that subpoena. (laughs) Any of any. Yeah, those dogs are really hard to leave, especially, especially trying to do it live. My delicious Colombian coffee. All right, let me keep moving. What was this? Chris Paul found this one. Um, No matter how the international situation changes, China will adhere to opening up, enhancing communication with all parties to create conditions for a win-win cooperation, says Chinese Premier Li Keqing. Said in his meeting with Klaus Schwab... Executive chairman of the WEF on Tuesday. That's nice. That's great. That's great. Schwab said the world is facing multiple crises and the World Economic Forum is willing to deepen cooperation with China to play an active role in addressing climate change, promoting industrial transformation, and social equity. Also known... (laughs) Social equity. As if China needs help with that. Um... So there's that, um, you know, obviously my first response was there goes the idea that she's freaking helping, <laughs> she's helping, uh, Trump, um, uh, we'll see what happens with this. The fact that this is announced through the Chinese Premier is interesting. I'll get, I'll say that, um, swap said that the world is facing multiple crises, huh? So there you go. Uh, the, New World Order doubling down. Tac two sixty four. The article is making intentionally hard to read actual PDF. So just take the author's word for it. Jerry Dunleavy does a good job uh, for the most part. Um, So there's that analysis. Bodyguards could have saved former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. No shit, huh? Go figure. All right, the Federalist. The Federalist community. Interesting. they now have a Federalist community. A prespe- AP spreads this disinformation by adopting January 6th committee's fabricated timeline. Nice. All right. Biden has no right to declare a national climate emergency from David Harsanyi. Four minute read. Drop today. Let's see what this has to say. Hey, thanks, The Real Guns. The real emergency is that we have a lawless party in power. What is this article? I got to see this. The Washington Post reported Monday night, now President Joe Biden is considering declaring a national climate emergency to salvage his environmental agenda in the wake of stalled talks on Capitol Hill. Stalled talks, huh? Hmm. Hmm. A few hours later, the Associated Press reported that the administration would hold off on the announcement as he presumably lays the political groundwork to move forward. There's no it's summer clause in the Constitution, empowering the president to ignore the will of Congress and unilaterally govern when it gets hot. (laughs) The rejection... Of the president's agenda by the lawmaking branch of the government isn't a justification for executive action, it's the opposite the Senate has unambiguously declined to implement Biden's climate plan. Though you have to marvel at the utter shamelessness of Democrats incessantly warning that democracy is on the precipice of extinction, now urging the president to act like a petty dictator. It's been less than a month since the Supreme Court rejected the Environmental Protection Agency's claim that bureaucrats could govern without Congress to regulate carbon, which is to say the entire economy. What makes anyone believe that the president, who incidentally just got back from begging Saudi theocrats to pump more oil, is imbued with the power to enact a new regulatory regime or funding by fiat? We now have senators like Jeff Merkley who told reporters on Monday that Biden's emergency edict unchanged the president from waiting for Congress to act openly undermining their oath to the Constitution by attacking the institution in which they represent. Congress may have spent decades abdicating its responsibilities, which, despite conventional wisdom, isn't to rubber-stamp the Democrats' agenda, but its members rarely advocate openly for executive abuse. I guess they're evolving. Bloomberg reports that an emergency declaration would unlock the president's power to redirect federal funding to clean energy construction. When Donald Trump enacted an emergency declaration to reallocate funding earmarked for military products to build a wall at the U.S. southern border, a clear attempt to circumvent the legislative branch, and one that I hope leads to the Supreme Court overturning the abuse of National Emergency Act, I wrote at the time. So save your emails. The entire establishment melted down, declaring a national emergency could give Trump authoritarian powers. A columnist at the New York uh, claimed a win for Trump's authoritarian agenda. Wrote another in Forbes, and on and on. It's worth remembering the broader is with. It's worth remembering the the border is within the purview of the federal government. Trying to control the weather is not. Which brings us to another small problem. There is no emergency. Politicians might treat every hurricane, tornado, and flood as an apocalyptic event and then conveniently blame their political opponents for failing to rein in the nature. (laughs) But by every quantifiable measure, humankind is less affected by climate than ever before. Despite the massive expansion of fossil fuel use, despite the explosion of the world's population, far fewer people die from the climate. Our ability to adapt to the vagaries of weather and acclimatize the realities of climate change, whenever they may be, is far cheaper than the state-compelled dismantling of the Constitution. You may vigorously disagree. And that is a political debate about policy that belongs in Congress among representatives of the people. If every hurricane, heat wave, or flood is a justification for unilateral federal executive governance, we will be in a perpetual emergency, regulating carbon emissions in an open-ended invitation to regulate the entire economy, which is the point. The Great Reset via executive order. And just as historically high gas prices, driven in part by the administration's efforts to create fossil fuel scarcity are slightly ebbing. Democrats want Biden to halt crude oil exports, limit oil and gas drilling in federal waters, and direct agencies, including the Federal Emergency Management Agency, to boost renewable energy sources. Even if there is an emergency... The notion that diverting some money to prop up unreliable energy sources or subsidize more electronic car production is going to do anything to change the, to the trajectory of the climate is a risible claim. The real emergency is that we have a lawless party pushing lawlessness. David Hearson and The Federalist, and I agree with him on executive orders. When Trump first started doing executive orders, I was I disagree with him as well, and it is a unconstitutional step that we that we need to rein in in our government going forward. At some freaking point, at some freaking point, we need to rein in our government's ability and our president's ability to unilaterally bring us into wars, change the way economies work, or do anything else for that matter. I completely agree with David's analysis there, but unfortunately because of Roe versus Wade and the EPA versus Texas or whatever the hell that other ruling was Congress doesn't do their jobs it is a deadlocked waste of time which is why we need mega change throw them all out anybody who's in been in DC for longer than 6 years take a freaking hike and go go I don't know go work for your local school board or some shit Get out of D.C. It's time to change the, the way that D.C. operates. The only way that's going to happen is by getting America first, however you want to call them. People who are not beholden to lobbyists and money into D.C. to seriously affect change once and for all. And that is what the goal of the Tea Party has been from the beginning We got some stuff put in place, but really we didn't get any of our agenda put into place until President Trump and Vice President Mike Pence pushed through some of the greatest conservative and Tea Party solutions and ideas that came from the grassroots that were ever enacted in Congress. Thank God for them, because otherwise he'd be in a freaking mess right now. But the only option then is to get more problem solvers into D.C., Get, get the people that have been there forever out, which starts with voter ID, secure elections, and then actually legislating. Actually, you know, a comprehensive immigration reform. Instead of leaving our immigration system, the disaster that it is right now, the legislation that has been passed by Republicans and Democrats in the guise of, we need cheaper workers, has got us to this point to where the immigration system is a disaster. And in order to address millions of people invading our border, one could argue the border is a national security crisis. And it is the role of the government, as David says. That is the proper role of the government. Whereas discussions about freaking climate change and a national climate emergency because there was... A big flood in Yellowstone seems uh, quite opportunistic, doesn't it? <laughs> never let a good emergency go to waste. Or what is the, how does it go? We've never let a good crisis go to waste. There you go. That's uh, that's the Democrats for you. Every chance they get. Every chance they get. They, they will create crises. You see? They'll create crises in order to create an agenda. In fact... In fact Republicans do that as well. The Bush family was very effective at creating crises in the guise of destroying the Fourth Amendment, for instance, with the Freedom Act. (laughs) Freedom Act. All right. Let me check in with you guys over here, please. My first window has version two. Just came a few years back, got you guys just kind of out here having a conversation, chilling, knocking my socks off, many others. Good crowd over there on the Foxville.app today. I appreciate you guys very much. Thank you for the gold pills over there, Tech264, Sean Joe, Ohio Patriot, and Toria. Thank you very much. I appreciate the gold pills. Thanks for hanging out with us today over there on the Foxville.app. Let me say hello to everyone over there on Rumble, see how you guys are doing over there as well. Hey C-Wags, nice setup. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for being here today. AJ Sanchez, Ilda, good to see you. AJ, so you were a maga when you were small. <laughs> uh, I couldn't say grandma, so it's called a maga. Gosh, gotcha. you guys just kind of having hanging out, having a conversation out here as well. Hey, Just Mojo, thanks for joining us here today. No worries. Hope all's well on your end. How's the heat down there? Jeez. Hot hot enough out there today? It's it's warm up here in Wisconsin, so I know down in Texas it's got to be brutal. <laughs> do me a favor over there on Rumble, hit that plus button. I appreciate you guys for being over there today on Rumble. Twitch crowd, what's good? Old homie in the house, what's good? Thanks for the follow. We do need term limits, cat girl. I agree. <clears throat> Most of you guys just kind of lurking and checking in, going see what's going on out there. Did y'all know that the United States just gave George Soros millions? I'm so pissed. Um, yeah, we, we fund our own destruction here in America. That's how we do things. What we do basically is we send money <clears throat> to, um, to organizations that want to destroy us. Every day we try to do that. We try to make sure that we use all of our income in and ta- from taxes and, you know, like set, th- throw it in the trash for weapons for Ukraine or Or, uh, you know, arm um, Afghanistan, things like that. So we do things like that in this country. That's that's how we do things in this world now. Joint Warfighters Plan of Action, USA Jobs. Ooh. Interesting, Z. I'm going to save that one for myself, if you don't mind. The best job you will have, the intelligence specialist operations. I would love to join the 780th Military Intelligence Brigade. The Praetorians. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Thanks for that, Z. One hundred and six in Mojave. Yikes. I heard. I saw one hundred and nine in Texas yesterday. I'm not sure where in Texas, but I saw one hundred and nine in Texas. Hey, <laughs> Laura. One hundred three in Mexia. Yikes. It's the, the heat is definitely out there today. All right. Thanks for uh, hopping in. Let me keep moving here today. We'll get to the next article. We got uh, Alex Jones in the news today. I didn't even know about this documentary he's got coming out with him. Um, and I hear now that um, he's being censored by everybody and their grandma. Alex's war documentary on Alex Jones censored by Google, Facebook, and TikTok. Hmm. You know me. That's why we call ourselves uncensored. We try to highlight these things. Google, Facebook, TikTok, and Facebook-owned Instagram are all suppressing any advertising of Alex's War, a documentary about the heavily censored radio host Alex Jones in the run-up of the film's premiere. Alex's War premieres on July 23rd. And early indicators suggest it will be highly successful. Over the weekend, the documentary shot up in iTunes movie pre-order rankings, reaching number two spot in iTunes, just behind the biggest blockbuster of the summer, Top Gun Maverick. Yet, this success has been achieved without the help of big tech advertising. And I didn't even hear, I didn't even know about this shit. Did you guys know about this? Hey, Aaron, good to see you out there, man. Hope all is well. In the comments in the Unheard News, director Alex Lee Moyer said Google permanently banned the documentary's producer from buying ads after the team tried to promote the documentary on the platform. Facebook also forbade the movie from being promoted. Facebook itself told Alex's war team that the documentary contained inauthentic behavior and violations of our advertising policies and community guidelines. Blah, 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 blah. Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, accuses the documentary, which, is, which the director says is an impartial fly-by-the-wall look at one of America's most talked-about media figures of containing hate speech. <laughs> containing hate speech. How pathetic is this world, dude? TikTok, the Chinese-created video-sharing platform, also shut down any advertising of the documentary similar to Instagram. TikTok said the documentary, which has not been released yet, promoted hateful behavior. Have they seen it? <laughs> if it hasn't been released yet, how do they know what it has not it? <laughs> oh, geez, I didn't ever thought of that, Cat Rocks. How do you keep your chickens cool? Good point. There are things that Alex Jones says in the past that would make anybody uncomfortable... <laughs> But that doesn't mean that we're not going to shy away from the question of why so many other people in America revere him as a hero. I mean, it's pretty interesting. For me, it's really representing a convergence of all those themes that I'm really interested in exploring in my film, says the director, Lee Moyer. <laughs> it's the one thing to deplatform Alex Jones, but should we deplatform anyone for even discussing Alex Jones? I'm going to check this out. I want, I'll be interested to see how he presents uh, the movie. So check out Alex's Warby. What's the 23rd? Is that the, that is Saturday. So that comes, on, that comes out Saturday. Uh, President Trump's rally in Arizona is Saturday, and I'll be joining um, Just Informed, or not Just Informed, uh, True Reporting on Saturday uh, evening around 5 p.m., I think my time, Central Time. So, cause the rally's early cause it's in, uh, it's in Arizona. So I'll be joining, um, uh, true reporting on Saturday evening, hanging out with him for about an hour before the rally, watching the rally with you guys and then doing commentary after. So if you guys are bored Saturday night, come hang out with us over on, uh, true reporting Saturday evening for the Trump rally. Up next, the Blasio in the news. Huh? Huh? I almost can't... I, I almost don't want to hear him because like this guy's a fucking piece of shit Nazi. Yes, the actual t- Nazis. For you morons out there that don't understand what projection is. Two minutes from Bill de Blasio today.
3: Hi, everybody. I just want to say these last couple of months, I have had this really amazing opportunity to spend time with people in Brooklyn, in Manhattan, talking about their lives, listening to New Yorkers, everything they've been through, and all the amazing spirit people have brought fighting back after COVID. It has made me more proud of the people of the city than ever. And I've listened really carefully to people. And it's clear to me that when it comes to this congressional district, people are looking at Hi, everybody. Uh, I just Hi, everybody. What the hell? Uh, it just keeps replaying. The volunteers are supporters of this campaign and before, but I'm filled with gratitude at the same time. And I just want to say, I love this congressional district. people. And it's clear to it, me sorry. that when it comes to this congressional district, people are looking for another option and I respect that. And I just wanna say, I love
0: the people of this city. I No one really cares other than that. It's clear, the people of New York want another option. Hail Wilhelm. <laughs> Brew 52, uh, that is a perfect timing on that one. <laughs> Yeah he's still at it Paul Good to see you out there man So I'll be joining him uh, I th- You can catch him on the foxhole.app Check him out He's he's live right now actually So Wilhelm Taking a step back And saying I gotta spend more time with family Anybody think there's anything more to this story than meets the eye <laughs> It's clear the people of New York 10 Are looking for another option And I respect that De Blasio dropping out of New York 10's race today Don't let the door hit in your ass You fucking scumbag all right, this I want to see from DC Inquirer. Twitter taking Musk to specialty court. Now, I know you guys have heard this already, and yes, I have too. I know that Twitter is suing <laughs> Musk back, but I want to hear about this court. Twitter is suing Elon Musk in an attempt to force completion of his initial agreement to purchase the social media giant for $44 billion at a price of fifty-four twenty a share and is taking the SpaceX CEO to a special court to get it done. Delaware's Court of Chancery will be the site of the legal showdown and is known for taking up high-stakes business cases, according to The Independent. It's a setting known for being small but powerful, the article added. Lawyers on both sides are scheduled to make their first hearing on Tuesday before the court's chancellor, Kathleen St. Jude McCormick, Musk, the world's richest man tried to back out of the deal already, alleging that Twitter failed to reveal the true number of bot accounts on the platform? He also accused the company of breaching the the agreement by firing up high, by firing high up managers, and large amounts of employees. He also accused the company of breaching the agreement by firing high up managers, and large amounts of employees. Twitter responded by saying the tech oligarch is trying to exit the deal due to decreased market conditions. <laughs> Musk planned to purchase Twitter using his stock in Tesla. However, since the deal's conception, his Tesla share value has reportedly decreased by over $100 billion. Do you think... Do you think the world's oligarchs are purposely crashing the economy in order to fuck over um, the world's richest man who's not playing their games? Is, Is that possible? Is this world that evil to where market managers would manipulate the stock market to a point they were just trying to target Elon Musk's wealth and ability to try to trap him into this mess? The When we talk about the, the Game of Thrones that's going on out there between the world's oligarchs and the power struggles they're in, yes, clearly these people would do something like that hero pizza delivery driver dr- uh, risks his life to save the children of a burning home this a report uh from where was this at Lafayette down in Indiana I'm just gonna play the news report real quick Are so I'm some coffee
1: everybody
4: AS NEWS 18 HAS PREVIOUSLY REPORTED, NICK BOSTICK WAS JUST PASSING BY WHEN HE SAW A HOUSE IN FLAMES AND JUMPED INTO ACTION.
2: I TOLD THEM TO GET OUT AND THEY FOLLOWED ME DOWN THE STAIRS AND OUT THE HOUSE. Um, AND AT THE BACK DOOR I ASKED IF THERE WAS ANYBODY ELSE LEFT. THEY SAID THERE WAS uh, like, a, there was a, a CHILD IN THERE.
4: BOSTICK RAN BACK INSIDE THE BURNING HOUSE TO FIND THE 6-YEAR-OLD CHILD. THE CHILD WAS FOUND. had to exit through an upstairs window.
2: I I did try to find the back door um, but I couldn't find it and I didn't want to get too lost.
4: With the child in his arms Bosdick jumped from the second story sustaining multiple injuries.
2: The front of my hand um, it's cut up pretty bad they rewrapped it before I left but I got a cut right here a possible severed uh, severed tendon. Um, The bottom of my hands are blistered like i grabbed something hot um i i, I recalled seeing flames through the window as i was punching it out
4: along with that he also had scorching in his throat and said doctors had to remove a good amount of soot from his lungs the vostick is just happy he was there to help that night
2: like this this temporary pain oh yeah it's so worth it it's worth every 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 bit
0: wow are you the stories, the true stories of America, you know what I'm saying? A pizza delivery driver saving a family's life and really saving a child's life. Um, those are the true stories of America, you know what I'm saying? I figured uh, any chance you get to um, to fit a good news story into uh, the news day, why not do that? You know what I'm saying? So there you go. Uh, congratulations to it's um, an amazing you know, the story's like that, right? Just your average schmo going around and going about his day, saving a family, a true hero, indeed. Temp- he said, this this temporary pain, oh, yeah, it's so much worth it. It's worth every bit, he said. "That's Isn't that amazing? The true stories of America today, guys. What a brave soul, indeed, Cat Rocks. Good to see you out there, Belushi. What's good, man? Thanks for joining us here today. Will he fix it? And Palladius, a real hero, indeed. Like you guys are picking up on that story as well. It was definitely worth those. Damn those gay frogs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely want to see what that that documentary is going to be like. Interesting. Um, interesting for sure. Let me check in with uh the other chat rooms here today. Top of the hour already, guys. We got some good stuff for the second half still here today. So thanks for hanging out. Time's flying by as usual. Legend. Hey Matthews, what's good, brother? Good to see you out there, man. Hope all's well. You hanging in there, man? I hope you are. I've been th- I've been thinking about you and praying for you, brother. Guess I can't tag people. <laughs> Thanks for joining us here today over at Rumble, brother. Good to see you out there, man. I know uh, you've been uh, busy as hell, and I appreciate. It. I've been trying to get the, you know tell everybody out here about um, your work and let you know that uh, trying to bring some stuff back and um, did some commentary on it. I don't know if you've heard it, but uh, in general, man, I, I appreciate the, the angle that you're taking uh, from the bottom of my heart. Personally, you guys know we've had discussions about this, bro, and. Um, you know, the the, unre- the expectations of society, of, the, of of others, man, in this world, I get it, dude. I get it. And, you know, I've, I've uh, tried to always just do what I can to just, um, whenever you need anything, man, you know. Just give me a ring. Get a hold of me somehow, some way, And I got your back. You want to come and talk about your new work anytime, let me know, uh, and I'll bring you into the show, bro. Good to see you out there. Hope all's well. What's good, t- Twitch crowd? Oh, hold me again. Thanks for the new follow 17 minutes ago. <laughs> Cat Rocks, Cat Girl says, uh, another hero. I wonder if they told uh, Elon to fuck off. <laughs> I wonder too. That's a good question. Uh, let's see. I get some interesting messages from people. <laughs> trying to pitch ideas and stuff to me, man. Do you guys get those too? Some of the most interesting, eclectic audience out there. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying, uh, anyways, all right, um, we're at the top of the hour here today, guys, and time is already flying by like crazy, um, Tac 264, de Blasio is asshole, thanks for the cookie over there, I appreciate that very much, Mickey, thank you for the cookie, thanks for all I do, thank you. Much love. Back at you. Sean Joe, Ohio Patriot, Victoria. Thank you guys for the gold pills today at the top of the hour. Thanks for being here today, guys. Don't forget, if you can, buy me a coffee. I could use a cup. I'm running low here today. This is my my second cup today. I got up early, so I needed another cup. (laughs) Anyhow. All right, guys. Um, Sounds good, bro. Sounds good. It's good to see you out there, bro. All right. Um, What do I have next? We're at the top of the hour here. Uh, The second half of the show, I had some interesting stuff. I kind of want to check in to see if there's anything like uh, obviously breaking out there today. That's important to talk about. Carrie Lake, big time in the news today. A lot of people talking about her. Um, Climate emergency and executive orders being talked about. A lot of people talking about that. We talked about that in the first hour. Everyone talking about uh, the, the whack jobs in D.C. Forget about it. Why even bother mentioning those these freaking people? Huh. What's this? What do you got here, brother? While distracted by Boris resigning, the U.K. Governor quietly published a report confirming that vaccinated population as a whole accounted for 94% of all the COVID deaths. I, saw, I was going to have that article on the list today. I was sick and tired of tar- talking about freaking COVID. But yeah, you guys see that in the United Kingdom? The vaccinated population as a whole accounted for 94% of all COVID deaths. But my safe and effective vaccine. Investment baking revenues. J.P. Morgan, Chase down 61%. Morgan Stanley down 55%. Bank of America down 47%. Yikes. Bank earnings behind uh, the, client, the, the, the decline in net income. <clears throat> it's all
1: in the grind, size more. 52,
0: fine. Kind and friendly atmosphere. Great show, Godspeed. Someone, thank you. Thank you for the cup of coffee. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Much love. Carrie Lake in the news. Uh, Greg Phillips has been hinting about uh, Arizona. And I'm hearing that... Um, I might be able to get in on that pit, guys, if I can figure out a way to raise money for it. I'd I'd have to figure out a way to get to Florida. But I'm hearing that I may have an in on that pit if I can figure out a way to get my live U-turn back on and um, raise money to get down there. So I'm thinking about if you guys are out there, should I – tell me what you guys think because you guys know that I hate doing this. I hate talking about money at all. Um, But in order for me to get to the pit, I would need your guys' help. Should I put up a a raise money – icon on the screen it was effective all right <laughs> well it's technically four cups i guess because these are technically two cups but <laughs> i don't know if i can do that but anyways i'm hearing that i might have a chance to go uh let's see what else is out there what's going on a police, police frequency closure westbound i-210 of san gabriel river is taking place this evening when children are being encouraged to view assassination as a legitimate form of resistance, we've entered some very, very dangerous territory. Yeah, you think? Shocking discovery shows Boston schools suggesting assassinations are part of resisting oppression. Oh, what the fuck? Wow. Um, another officer, another day, another police officer down. It's been almost every day this year, it seems like another officer has been murdered. This world, man. God bless our officers. <laughs> Jim Watkins trolling the media by sharing the article of of saying that he's dead. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Pete Buttigieg wants you to pay higher uh, gas prices. Yeah. World Economic Forum to deepen cooperation with. China, yep. Um, what's this, cat girl? If the CIA involvement in Ukraine tracks the U.S. role in Vietnam, one should expect that Zelensky will be assassinated or otherwise removed from office in the coming months. It's called DM treatment. Would we'll explain the firings of higher ups and treason investigations, huh? That is interesting, cat girl. I've been waiting for this clown to get assassinated, anyways. But that's exactly how they do it, though. Put somebody in as a useful idiot, and then once you get all everything you can out of them, see ya. Hey, America first, Nikki. The world has gone insane. Imagine if a maga teacher said that. No kidding, right? The explosion at the Hoover Dam. Yeah, it looked like one of the like the Transformers or something like that. Could have could have been a hack or something like that, right? Who knows? When is it? We could drive it. I posted the graph of the UK's COVID-19 deaths and vac status to, to Discord. Yeah, I saw that. H2O Maven, thank you for the can. Thanks for joining us. Thank you another can. Thank you. Putsy. thank you for the cookie. When is it we could drive it? Um, I don't know. It hasn't been announced yet. But I think he said, didn't he say like the second week of April, uh, of August? I think he said around the 9th, 10th of August. So I only, I only got a few weeks to raise money to get there. That's the problem that's the problem thank you guys for the uh gold pills over there i appreciate you very much all right let's keep it moving second half let's keep it uh, going here today um just human finding this article out there today i wanted to highlight this but first i want to highlight this from my brother robert patrick lewis Evidence reveals Antifa's attempts to infiltrate Trump protests and lead the role in the U.S. Capitol siege. Huh. Violence by Antifa on the South Side, where Trump supporters were told to march to. Supporters stopped the breakage, but he started again later. Mainstream media keeps saying that it's Trump supporters. It's not. Let's see this video. Okay. So I know there was several people that were involved trying to stop, um, not just there, but in other places as well. I know I'd, I've heard of uh, of stories of people. Shocker, right? Um, I've heard I've heard uh, firsthand account stories of people who uh, specifically told me that uh, they were trying to stop people from doing that stuff too, because they were, they could definitely tell that there was infiltration. We're back, guys. <laughs> it, so- it sounded like literal ghost in the machine. It sounded like somebody hacked into my system. That's what it. They, it literally there was like some kind of ticking coming through one of my mics or one of my uh, speakers, like randomly out of freaking nowhere. Hit the refresh please. Let me make sure you guys are all back. Give me a 5 by 5 please. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. 5 by 5. Thanks, Cat Girl. I lost I lost all my freaking audience, but um Isn't it amazing how that happens? Every time I talk about January 6th is when my system gets hacked. It literally sounded like somebody was in my system. <laughs> this end was dead air. Okay, hey, you guys are back. All right, good to see you guys over there. Thanks. Sorry, I don't. <laughs> I was getting some kind of weird clicking through one of my um, speakers. Rumble's not back. 5x501 Rumble now. Okay, good to go. All right, guys. um, So there you go. Uh, Let me get back to the article there. Since uh, somebody found it necessary to stop that from uh, playing. The Viking-clad individual suspected of being one of Antifa's infiltrators present during the breach of the Capitol has been identified as Jake Angeli of Phoenix, Arizona. Reports noted that Angeli is frequently seen at rallies, including Black Lives Matter events and Trump rallies, often carrying signs that promote the far-right QAnon theory. Angeli describes himself as a multi-dimensional or hyper-dimensional being who can see into other higher dimensions that these entities, these pedophiles, these rapists, these really high-up people that almost hide in the shadows in. It's unclear whether he is one of the men initially identified by facial recognition software, but as being part of the Philadelphia chapter of Antifa. As evidence and accounts of Antifa's involvement began to emerge, other videos from uh, Wednesday's protests in DC showed up Trump supporters trying to prevent vandals from breaking out the windows at the US Capitol. (laughs) Stop listening to mainstream media lies. They're not going to let this play, are they? Yeah, they are. And I had heard of uh, several people making people pay for being little punk bitches like that, but um, that's the story that won't be told. All right, so he says, they say he was at the Arizona rally, huh? I was there too. Arizona BLM rally. Huh. Interesting. (laughs) Huh. Who knows, man? Who knows what the truth about Jacob Chansley is? You know? Who did they name? They named Jake Angeli of Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona. When is this article? When was this published? This was published on January 7th, 2021 by Ben Sellers. Interesting. I think I remember seeing some of this stuff going around before and I was like, eh. Oh, don't forget John Sullivan too. Yeah. I can't talk about that. Don't talk about John Sullivan. All right. So there you go. There's, um, Probably more coming on the front of January 6th, our way. All right, let's keep it going. Let's keep moving here. (laughs) It is interesting. I saw that stuff about Jacob going around before, but who knows, right? Oyster Bay residents charged with $27 million investment fraud scheme and selling foreign nationals access to prominent U.S. politicians. Um, I saw, I think, uh, Josh human is going to be going live tonight, so I'm sure he'll cover this more in depth. I just wanted to give it a highlight to you guys and give him a shout out for finding this stuff. Cause this is pretty interesting here as alleged, the defendants enticed their victims to invest in a fraudulent scheme aided by misleadingly claiming their fictitious project had the support of prominent politicians. Their defendants were able to perpetrate this fraud by then, by then selling access to U S politicians. Hmm. by unlawfully contributing foreign money to political campaigns in their own names and bringing foreign nationals as their guests to fundraising events. This office is committed. (laughs) Yeah, right. We allege Lee and Wang. What's these, what's these guys' names? Lee and Wang. What's their, what's their full names? There it is. Sherry, Sue Lee and Leon Ball Wang. Um, we allege we and Lang promised investors green cards, access to political figures, and dividends on their money. Tens of millions of dollars came in from investors and straw donors who expected their money would bear fruit. However, only one promise came to fruition, the access to political power. Foreign money pollutes our immigration and democratic process. and we must all do we must do all we can to protect them," said the FBI uh, assistant director in charge Driscoll. <laughs> the staggering scope of this alleged fraud was facilitated by an abuse in the investor visa process. Special Agent in Charge Patel. In tandem with our partners, HSI continues to steadfastly monitor U.S. visa and travel systems for indicators of malign foreign actor abuse and will continue to aggressively investigate attacks on the integrity of the framework that allows access to the United States. It is alleged that Lee and Wang defrauded their victim investors out of millions of dollars, then used their ill gotten gains to live luxuri- luxuriously and rub elbows with prominent politicians. What does uh, Hunter Biden know about this? <laughs> don't, to, don't talk about that. Don't talk about Hunter Biden, okay? For example, an alleged uh, as alleged in the complaint, Lee and Wayne charged 12 foreign nationals $93,000 per person for admission to a June 28th fundraising event with then President of the United States. In June 28th of 2017, with the then president of the United States, Lee and Wang used the funds they collected from the foreign nationals to unlawfully make $600,000 in political contributions in their own names. Interesting. The FBI has established a, pot, a hotline for potential victims. <laughs> Interesting fine today by Just Human in the Department of Justice Eastern District of New York Division also interesting on that front as well um i'll wait for them to uh you know to go after selling access to biden but no we don't we don't don't talk about that either can't talk about that either (laughs) america just bailed out a bunch of pensions at the taxpayer's expense isn't that great Unnoticed by most taxpayers and touted as good news was the fact that we, the taxpayers of America, have stepped up to the plate and bailed out hundreds of failing pensions. Much of this took place without the average citizen even knowing it occurred. Poof, fixed, duct tape it. Buried deep in the American Rescue Plan signed into law by President Biden in March of 2021 was a provision mandating the government to bail out ailing multi-employer pension plans. The American Rescue Plan Act of 2021 was the $1.9 trillion economic stimulus package proposed by President Joe Biden, which also money laundered taxpayer, U.S. taxpayer dollars directly to uh, crime families that are involved in all of our unions. So, you know, we got that going for us. Uh, The pension myth the article continues to go on, but you guys know exactly what the fuck's going on here. The agency which ensures defined benefit pension plans expects it will ultimately distribute $74 to to $91 billion worth of financial assistance to bail out pension plans. <laughs> you want this article? Yes, you can have it. That's that's what our government does now. Basically, our government is a professional money laundering operation that steals taxpayer dollars, gives us no real representation, and uh, launders um, our taxpayer dollars to crime families around the world that control America. Isn't that great? Where we go on worldwide, nothing can stop what is coming. Darth Q, thank you for the can. I appreciate that. Cheers back at you. Thanks for hanging out. Ranger Billy, thanks for the gold pills. I appreciate you. Hey, Just Mojo. Rumble's not, uh, I see you, back in Rumble now, so good to go. Thanks, Ranger Billy. Thanks, uh, Darth Q. So we got that going for us, guys. We, um, we're, send, we're, we're sending money to uh, crime families around the world, money laundering, uh, weapons to who knows who where. You, anybody? Does anybody have to really trust our government to to, to we- send weapons to where they need to go? You're not that naive, are you? All right. What else do we got here? Let's see. Let me keep it moving here today. Five fifteen. There. Are, these are all the countries capable of launching space rockets. Hmm. <laughs> Everyone said nope. <laughs> South Korea last month joined the quite exclusive club of countries which have the capability of launching space rockets using homegrown technology. I wonder how these different countries got this technology. Hillary Clinton might know something about that. Rocket Nuri officially named the Korea Space Launch Vehicle 2 successfully took off from Gohang in South Korea On June 24th, carrying smaller satellites, as well as a 1.3-ton dummy one, demonstrating the ability to payload satellites above the 1-ton mark. According to the Korean Herald, only seven countries in the world have have ever developed this capability. Only 13 countries and the European Space Agency have developed such space-going rockets. Here is the history of space going rockets. <laughs> so, somebody wrote that. Like, somebody said, here's the history of space going rockets. <laughs>
3: anyway,
0: 1957, Soviet Union, 19, 1958, United States. Just before that is when all the aliens gave it to us. 1965, in France. 1970, in Japan and China. 1971 in the United Kingdom, 1979, the European Space Agency, 1980 in India, 88 in Israel, 91 in Ukraine. Huh. Ukraine is one of those that has the space launch capability. Russia in 1992. (laughs) Huh. I guess we forgot that the Soviet Union kind of collapsed in the middle of that. Um, 2009, (laughs) Iran got it. Huh, I wonder how they got it. And then in 2012, North Korea did. I wonder what the CIA and Hillary Clinton know about the AQ Khan network. Now, 2022, South Korea has it. So our government continuing to operate clandestine operations of weapons trafficking around the world. That's also what we what we do in our government now. We don't we don't actually do anything to solve problems. No, we don't, we don't, no. We just uh weapons traffic and drug traffic and everything else. That's that's what our government is it does now. That's it. Space going bullshit. <laughs> the Nazi V2 was the first space going rocket. U.S. Saturn rocket program based on them, indeed. Great point, Polyvius. You have an, an enormous amount of useless knowledge in your brain. <laughs> like I said, just another day in the swamp. Exactly. Did you ever wonder how, wealth, how wealthy this country would be if the government didn't steal our money? I know, right? We could actually, you know, solve world hunger. Imagine that. No, nah, we don't do that. Maybe there'll come a time in our future. You know what I'm saying? If we keep fighting as a community and, and our generation... Seizes control of this, this country. Imagine the world we could create. The actual utopia that dumb fuck leftists think that the government is going to give them. My coffee's getting cold. Shout out to Deplora Laura and someone for the Buy Me Coffees yesterday and today. Much love. Appreciate that. Let's keep it moving here today. Julie Kelly's new article out today. Justice Department designates obstruction as an act of terror. Say what? What do you got for us today, Julie Kelly? In another example of double standard of justice from this vengeful vengeful regime, Trump supporters are trapped in a legal circle of hell in the nation's capital. Julie Kelly today in The American Greatness. I pretty much read every one of her articles. So if you're new to the show and you don't know that, I, that every time Julie writes an article, I read it. <laughs> Because <laughs> I love reading her work, man. So let's check out this one today. To hear federal prosecutors tell it, Guy Wesley rafitt almost single handedly organized and led a bloodthirsty mob to overtake Congress on January 6, 2021. One of the first protesters arrested in the Justice Department's shock and all dragnet of Trump supporters, Raffit was immediately indicted on numerous offenses. He spent more than a year in the D.C. gulag, set aside for Americans who protested Joe Biden's election under pretrial detention orders sought by Justice Department. And he was the first January 6th defendant to stand trial in a city that voted nearly 93 percent for Biden in 2020. As a matter of in a matter of a few hours in March, 12 residents of the nation's capital, not only one of the most lopsidedly Democratic cities in the country, but one whose residents view the events of January 6th as an intrusion of their private fiftum found Reffitt guilty on all charges, two counts of civil disorder, two counts of obstruction and one count of carrying a handgun on restricted grounds. Prosecutors came up with the firearms charge months after he was initially indicted claiming a holster he wore that day contained a semi-automatic handgun. Without question, Reffitt engaged in bad behavior that afternoon. He recorded himself making derogatory comments about Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell before confronting Capitol Police on the steps outside the building. The government's most incriminating evidence in the case came from Reffitt's teenage son, who secretly taped conversations with his father a few days after Reffitt returned to their Texas home, which the FBI raided on January 16th, 2021. Reffitt's misconduct doesn't come close to the overdramatic, if not wholly dishonest account described in the 58-page sentencing recommendation in the Justice Department's uh, filed last week. And it does not make him, or otherwise in similar circumstances, part of a domestic terrorism plot as the Biden regime now insists. Despite the fact Ruffit traveled to D.C. with only one other person and never entered the building, Jeff Lee Nestler, the federal prosecutor handling the case, repeatedly alleged that Ruffit played a central role in leading a mob that attacked the U.S. Capitol. Rather than show remorse for his action, Nestler wrote, Reffitt returned home to Texas on January 8th triumphant about the integral role he played in the attack on our democracy. For several pages, Nestler portrays Ruffit as a dangerous m- militia leader who used his influence to initiate a violent assault against lawmakers that afternoon. Reffitt, quote, did not intend to simply obstruct Congress's certification of the Electoral College vote. Rather, Reffitt intended to physically remove the legislatures from the building using his firearm and flexicuffs cuffs and the power of the crowd and actually take over Congress, Nestler wrote. Reffitt's companion, The alleged militia member was not charged for similar conduct after he agreed to cooperate with the government. Reffitt, however, wasn't convicted of attempting to kidnap members of Congress or seize the Capitol building. He didn't build a weapon of mass destruction, torch federal property, or plot to kill government leaders, crimes that are normally associated with the law with acts of terrorism. Prosecutors didn't uh, convince jurors that Reffitt was a self-styled American jihadist who developed elaborate plans to overthrow the U.S. government on January 6th. But that is precisely what the Justice Department now wants a federal judge to conclude and punish Reffitt accordingly. Nestler and his boss, U.S. Attorney District of Columbia, Matthew Graves, are seeking a 15-year prison sentence based in part on a terrorism enhancement provision and federal sentencing guidelines. The alleged crime of terrorism? The vague obstruction of an official proceeding felony is a post-Enron law intended to prevent evidence tampering that has been bastardized by Biden's Justice Department in uh, criminalized political protests in America. Quote, the court should depart upward under USSG 3A1.4 terrorism, because Raffet's conviction for obstructing, con- obstructing Congress's certification of the Electoral College vote was calculated to influence or affect the conduct of government by intimidation or coercion or to retaliate against government conduct. Nestler argued, citing requirements under sentencing guidelines to support additional jail time, the terrorism enhancement is applicable where a defendant acts according to a plan. Whether developed over a long period of time or developed in a span of seconds, the object of influencing government conduct or retaliating against a government. You do not have a right to redress. Sit down, chump. Now most Americans who aren't brainwashed members of the national news media or Democrat Party consider attempts to influence the government a fundamental constitutional right. The notion that protesting any public body, especially Congress, makes one a domestic terrorist... If the protest gets out of hand isn't just absurd, it sets an extremely dangerous precedent, which is precisely what the Justice Department wants to do. Further, nothing referred did on January 6 came close to organized. Violent rioting that was intended to disrupt Donald Trump's inauguration in 2017... Nor did it approach the week of protests, which included the occupation of Capitol buildings, breach of police lines, and threats of sitting members of Congress related to the confirmation of Brett Kavanaugh in 2018. And of course, Reffert was not involved in riots coordinated by powerful moneyed activist groups following the death of George Floyd in 2020, violence that actually terrorized the American people for months, causing numerous fatalities and at least $2 billion in property damage. None of these none of these events have been cited as examples of domestic terror by this regime, but FBI Director Christopher Wray officially de- designated January 6th a four-hour disturbance that resulted in the deaths of four Trump supporters an act of domestic terror. Ray's proclamation made under oath to a congressional committee in March 2021 gave prosecutors, judges, and the media all the ammunition they needed to brand January 6th protesters, even nonviolent offenders, as America's version of Al-Qaeda. This isn't without tragic consequences in at least a half a dozen cases. Prosecutors have asked judges to throw the book at defendants who pleaded guilty to obstruction ostensibly as a deterrence measure. The need to deter others is especially strong in cases involving domestic terrorism, which the breach of the Capitol certainly was. Prosecutors wrote in the case of Jacob Chansley, the so-called QAnon shaman who spent nearly a year in solitary confinement before prosecutors tortured a plea deal out of him. On obstruction, D.C. District Judge, Judge Judge Royce Lamberth agreed and sentenced Chansley, who he called the epitome of January 6th, even though he committed no violence, to 41 months in prison when Matthew Perna, who also pleaded guilty to obstruction, learned that Graves' office would seek years in prison for the same reason it had in Chansley's case. He hanged himself in his garage on February 25th of this year. But this is the first time the government has asked for more jail time, specifically under the terrorism provision in federal sentencing rules. If Judge Danby Frederick agrees with the Justice Department at Ruffitt's sentencing hearing on, on August 1st, it would turn a nonviolent felony that temporarily disrupted a largely ceremonial process on January 6th into a crime of domestic terrorism. Nestler, in a way, admitting the absurdity of it all, it attempts to carve out an exception for Trump supporters. Quote, the crimes that Refit and others like him committed on January 6th are unprecedented, Nestler wrote. These crimes defy statutory appropriate comparisons to other objective related conduct in other cases. To try to mechanically compare other defendants prior to January 6th would be a disservice to the magnitude of what the riot entailed and signified. This is beyond a miscarriage of trust is my sister. This is the Nazism of America's justice system. Just another example of the double standard of justice, this vengeful regime and this, the part as graves office continues to its undefeated streak before GDC juries, Trump supporters trapped in a legal circle of hell in the nation's capital can expect more of this, if not worse. Julie Kelly with a sobering discussion of the reality of a Justice Department system that has been weaponized against the American patriot. In America, only in America, it cannot be measured. I'm with you. And, um, you know, in this world, it's very hard to stay optimistic when this kind of stuff is happening, you know? Take care, methods. Have a great evening, sir. It's very hard to stay optimistic in this world, like when this is happening. But this is the fight that we're in. If not you, who? If not now, when? Because they're not just going after any Trumps or the 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 Trump supporters in the Capitol. They're going for every Trump supporter and anybody who steps out of line of the government narrative. That's what they're doing, and largely so far, they're quite successful, but you know how the American spirit is, so you know who wins with the help of our Lord Jesus Christ. Stay in the faith, and God wins. That's 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 our, that's our fight. That's our fight, guys. All right, bottom of the hour, I still have about six articles left of the interesting ones that I want to get to today, so we'll check those out in just a moment. Um, before we move to those, yeah, Methods was hanging out Rumble for a little bit. Let's uh, see if there's anything breaking out there. American Spectator, new article, my abortion like being born. <laughs> Majority Taylor Green uh, talking about AOC's dumbass. People think that she's an actor, dude. I, I completely disagree with that narrative. Never underestimate how fucking stupid a brainwashed leftist is mark my words on that if you've ever like had a deep conversation or debate with a leftist in person never underestimate how fucking stupid a leftist brainwashed moron is (laughs) you can't you can't write that off as kayfabe (laughs) sorry not happening (laughs) that's my opinion on it anyway um. All right, Bannon, is this today? Three minutes from Steve Bannon. Uh, this is as of about an hour ago. So let's see what uh, Bannon had to say today. Yeah, there's no chance you're hearing that, so be ready with your microphones here. Um, I'm hoping that I can control this here. <laughs> I don't want to blow your guys' I'm gonna by the time you're done with today's show, you're all gonna be deaf. Congratulations. Thanks for watching today. A
1: over here. Where is Benny Thompson? We subpoena Thompson and they're hiding behind uh these phony privileges. Benny Thompson
0: and the entire committee, we subpoenaed them and they died. See, see, there you go. It's, <laughs> that sits on purpose. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to subpoena Benny Johnson. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Uh, let's see. Let me go a little bit less, so it's not as bad. Let's try ADB. I'm gonna have to. You're gonna have to turn up your end a little bit, and I'll turn it down on my end, and hope that we can keep it under control here. He
1: come over here himself. He's made it a crime. Made it a crime. Not a simple charge of wanting my testimony, but a crime didn't have the courage or guts to show up here and he sent a stammer. She also tells him, she said, in open court, that committee is to get the full and complete, full and complete review of what happened on January 6th and the lead up to it. I challenge Benny Thompson today to have the courage to come to this courthouse. If he's going to charge somebody with a crime, he's going to be man enough to show up here or send somebody like Shifty Shift or Fang Fang Swalwell. Or send Liz Cheney, send somebody in the committee that has the
0: guts to fang, fang, swallow.
1: <laughs> come here and accuse somebody of a crime. It is outrageous. And for them to sit there and try to get a complete hearing and they won't bring in any testimony, any testimony about FBI involvement, any testimony about DHS involvement, any testimony about any other involvement and what's driving this the total and complete illegitimacy of Joe Biden. Trump won. Joe Biden illegitimate. 50% of the American people believe that today, and they believe that not from hearing from mainstream media, from our great colleagues in the media, because they won't show any of it. That information has been suppressed from day one, but almost 50% of the American people believe it. You can't govern this country if you're not looking as legitimate. This is why no head of state in the world treats him with any respect. This is why the Chinese Communist Party treats him with no respect. This is why the Saudis embarrass him and humiliate him while he's over with a fist bump. You don't do that to a legitimate President of the United States. We have a constitutional crisis in this nation right now, and they're charging me with a crime. Have the guts and the courage, the guts and the courage to show up here and say exactly why it's a crime. Betty Thompson is a total, absolute disgrace. And this show trial they're running, it's disgrace. And I will promise you one thing. When the Republicans have a sweeping victory on November 8th, starting in January, you're going to get a real, you're going to get a real committee. You're going to get a real committee with a ranking member who will be a Democrat. You will have a minority council that will be a Democrat. And this will be run appropriately, and the American people will get the full story. I got to tell you, I'm totally so ashamed of to Congress today for not for sending staffers over here to try to sell their case. They should be here. The senior people in the committee shouldn't have to send staffers. They should send themselves. Mr. Bannon, what role is Mike
0: Pence playing all of this? Don't ask stupid questions. Number one, um, Bannon Trump won. Biden is illegitimate. That's some fire right there from Steve Bannon. <laughs> Carly catching that today. Uh, I'll forward that over to Telegram uh misty also finding that today too Kanika, please retruth this text message president uh this need to be shared by president trump and his family members wake up the biden family treason we covered uh Canico stuff every every chance we get so you guys have already seen the uh the truth of this in retaliation of the chinese and the ouster and the rest of u.s suspected cia operatives inside china and dad's running for president nice work hunter it's interesting that they're blaming it on Hunter when really it's it's kind of Hillary and the Biden crime family and Obama that, that kind of made sure that happened. You know what I'm saying? The post-millennial, Ilya Omar arrested outside the Supreme Court except for she had no handcuffs on. Dana Perino on climate change. What happened in science leads you to declare an emergency? It's July and it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff dana uh let's see dc Inquirer. new poll shows uh, potential gop challenger narrowing the gap in the key battleground state and biden said to declare another federal emergency within a week to sideline the senate yeah um let's see one ap got anything out there today and Pelosi stock tracker <laughs> another win for pelosi capital go fucking figure What's this one? Let's see. <laughs> you got to love the Nancy Pelosi stock tracker. Whoever whoever decided to do that is freaking genius. NVIDIA up 10% since Pelosi filed. Nice. Real good work there by our government, making sure that they uh, <laughs> keep, keep themselves rich and richer, you know. A rapid transition to green energy literally just caused the government of Sri Lanka to collapse. <laughs> but progressives see no problem in doing the same thing in America. That's correct. That's the goal. Uh, so there's the Bannon stuff. Let's see. The left only does it. Started it. Yep. Yep. Uh, what else we have here? Chris Paul has uh, emergencies unlock money. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Russell Prosby warned the left that they wouldn't like this game. <laughs> nope, they're not. They're not gonna like this game. Uh Babylon B. North Dakota assassinates dismembers journalists, so Biden will let them drill for oil. <laughs> Damn. Babylon B pushing the edge. AOC sits in an invisible police car awaiting transport to invisible jail. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good one. And everybody covering the uh, Bannon stuff now. So good stuff. All right. That's the latest over there on Telegram. Let's get back to it today, guys. Let's see what else we got here today. Steve Mann, Steve Bannon, one of the most hated man by DC, CCP Deep State and our Deep State. Bannon's doing a DJT. <laughs> that was some pretty solid stuff there for sure. Infowars with Santelli was good. If you haven't seen it, nice. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like Pete's work. Honestly, I don't. I don't get a chance to watch them as much, but it was definitely fake. It was all <laughs> just like everything else in fucking DC. Ugh. All right, let's keep moving. What's this? The Federalist Community again? Oh, they have their the new Federalist Community. All right, last uh, four or five articles here today, and then we'll uh, let you guys enjoy the rest of your evening. Thanks for joining us here today. Thanks for all your love, support, and prayers. I appreciate you guys very much. Hey, Peapod, I'm doing great. Hope all is well on your end as well. Book about Nazi slaughter of the disabled nearly lost to history sends a message to Post Row America. Hmm. This is worth our time, I think. Huh. Wow. It's weird seeing history like that, you know. Weird seeing history like that. Ada Hong's Bright Valley of Love shows how a Lutheran community named Bethel cared for those with severe me- physical and mental challenges. An article in Today's Federalist. In 1939, Adolf Hitler signed an order leading to the eventual slaughter of an estimated 300,000 physically disabled or mentally ill children and adults in Germany and the annexed territories, as it annexed territories. The euthanasia program, or Axion T4, as it came to be known, consisted of the systematic killing of humans being deemed not worthy of life or care, useless eaters, as they were called by some. You know, I got to admit that the left is um, getting rid of their own useless eaters is not necessarily a bad thing, but abortion is still a bad thing. In my opinion, abortion is evil. In my opinion, the name Action T4 was borrowed from the street address of the office that administered the program, Tier Gartenstrasse 4. The scheme was initially built on deception. Families were told that their children or other family members were going to receive treatment for their mal- maladies, but instead, the patients were put to death, usually by lethal injection or gas. The families later received word that their loved ones had died from natural causes, such as pneumonia. Their bodies conveniently cremated to avoid questions. One of one of history's many stories that uh, you know history would rather not talk about, especially Democrats in this world. Keep keeping the the memories of this into the mind of American policymakers. You know, sh- shouldn't that be? Uh, the perspective that that our representatives in DC keep a rediscovery of the book readers can thank Concordia Theological Seminary Press for bringing this singular story back into the public view Reverend Dr. Paul Grime Dean of the Chapel at the seminary in Fort Wayne Indiana shared with the Federalist the first in he first encountered the book while browsing the seminary library in 2019. It piqued his curiosity and he began reading it on a road trip while his wife was driving. Um, I skipped by a bunch of this because <laughs> this is a really long article. So I was trying to find the name of that freaking book. Let me keep going. I described to Eric Hong how I was interested in using the book in class, Grime explained. I also mentioned to him that I wished the book could be back in print. Over the course of the next two years, negotiations proceeded until finally we were able to realize that dream. Given the nature of publishing uh, today, I felt an electronic version would also be useful. Even more, given all the hymns that are quoted in the book, an audiobook version seemed to be a natural with the hymns sung Unique audio book, uh, version highlights the hymns. As a reader who usually eschews audiobooks in favor of holding a volume in my hand, I can't recommend the audio version highly enough. The narration, superbly executed, heightens Hong's skillful use of imagery. Hema- himity serves as a connecting thread throughout Gunther's life, forming him uh, forming him in his both in his faith and his vocation. And to hear the hymns sung rather than read highlights their important their import and power. When Gunther, who is physically not cognitively impaired, realizes that he can learn hymns and that in doing so he can bless others. His world opens up even more. Attending a funeral for one of his schoolmates, he is sad that due to his crippled hands he cannot hold a candle as others during the service. But as he sings the hymn, mean fraud Jesus' Priceless Treasure by Joanne Frank from 1618 to 1677, he realizes that his mind could do what his hands could not. He could learn hymns, lots of them. He might sing more like a crow than a nightingale, but in doing so, he could share the great words about Jesus. Gunther would spend the rest of his life not only learning and singing such words, but writing his own Bright Valley of Love will resonate most deeply with Christians, particularly those who, be, who belong to a fellowship that embraces the great hymns of the church, a literal, liter, liter, lit, liturgical piety, and a ministry grounded in word and sacrament. But all who know instinctively that life and all its manifestations is never a burden and always a gift will find that welcome message bursting from every page of this revelatory, revelatory tale. Faith in Christ is what enables the staff and residents at Bethel to not merely to survive, but to thrive while facing evil on all sides. And while the book shows the horror and hatred in which our fallen world is so inclined, it simultaneously demonstrates the goodness of which human beings through Christ are capable as caring people and organizations around the world rush to send money, food and supplies to help the suffering. Bright Valley of Love was originally published only three years after the U.S. Supreme Court's 1973 Roe v. Raid rulemaking on abortion. Today's message is as timely as ever. Roe v. Wade may have been overturned, but the work of changing hearts and minds must never stop. And books like this illustrate why. Whenever there are Gunthers, there will be those who cringe, look the other way, and wish to see them disappear when the euthanizers get their way. The whole world suffers the loss. A great article in today's Federalist, which is why I always check in to see what the Federalist has going on. Cheryl Magnus, if you want to get this full article, you can find it on my Telegram, True Social, and social media links later, or you can grab it out of chat right now. An important story of our history, you know, though, I'm getting it too. Here's that, here's that link there, guys if you can't grab it now uh, you can grab it on my true social or social media later i see many of you loving the articles like that i love bringing those kind of articles to you guys throw you a curveball out of nowhere (laughs) a book about nazi slaughter you know and the euthanization of our of our world you would is quite apropos a deed of blessing america first nikki thanks for joining me today. IDF commander. As we have about fifteen minutes left, we'll, we'll wrap through the rest here pretty quickly. IDF commander charged with seventy-nine sexual offenses may receive military prison if a plea deal is reached. Lieutenant Colonel Dan Shroni may receive a military pension in return for admitting the charges. An article in the Jerusalem Post today. I think iPod found this one. An IDF officer charged with close to 80 counts of sexual offenses from photographing female soldiers without their consent is likely to receive economic retirement benefits, including a pension from the IDF in a plea bargain with the military prosecutor's office. (sighs) You know, our world is just so pathetic when it comes to the way they, the way we treat women. I never really understood like the me too side of the movement that, That is real until we started really digging into this stuff as a community, you know, and you start to really realize how our laws really do screw over women in our world. They really do. (laughs) All right. Keeping it moving here. Wheelmaker Die Castall's Michigan plant raided by the FBI. Interesting story that caught my eye today as well. Chinese firm's North America plant makes wheels for Ford, GM, Stellantis, and others. What the hell is Stellantis? Never even heard of it. The FBI raided Western Michigan wheel manufacturing outfit, Die Castall, North America on Monday. The Chinese-owned manufacturer is a major supplier of autom- automotive wheels and has been operating in Greenville, Michigan since 2015. Since 2015, you say? Thank you, Hillary and, and Obama. The FBI has not released any information about the raid from acknowledging that it, it executed a warrant at the company's Michigan location. The documents related to the warrant are sealed. Hmm. According to the De- Detroit press, agents sent employees home and seized office computers. Diecast manufacturers, aluminum alloy wheels for Ford, GM, Stellantis, Hoyt, Honda, Toyota, and Nissan it was GM's supplier of the year in 2019. <laughs> TV station WZZM13 spoke with a couple of former Die All employees who offered only vague indications of what, what might be going on. Their comments were so generic that they could be chalked up to typical complaints that line workers might have and could have nothing to do with the FBI raid. However, the TV station said former workers were not surprised to hear that the FBI raided the business. Quote, there's thousands of people between plant one and plant two. There's thousands of people between plant one and plant two. A former employee who did not want to be identified told the station, it'd suck if they lost their jobs. But at the same time, they, diecastle shouldn't get away with doing what they're doing. That person uh, said the facility had super stressful working conditions. There were times me and my friends would be crying out on the line because it was such it was too much to handle," said a former employee. Every everything about it was horrible. Former uh, former employee workers said they were scared to voice concerns. I want to see justice served to them because it serves them right. It really does. <laughs> spoiled ass Americans not used to China's work ethic. You know what I'm saying? That's what I see. No problem, Jane. God bless you. Jasmine Christensen, another former employee, said it's not a bad company. It's just they made some bad choices. I liked the people. I really did, but I didn't like what they were doing. Safety reasons concerned me. She can think of several reasons the FBI would raid the plant. Um, Northeast Grand Rapids. If it were shut down, it would impact Greenville a lot, said Christensen. diecastle North America is owned by CITIC diecastle Company, which is a subsidiary of the state-owned investment fund CITIC Group. 27% market share. CITIC Dicastle was the biggest player in the aluminum wheel market in China. 70% of the world's we- wheels are manufactured. So interesting story that caught my eye today. Um, if there's any more, yeah, it's a good question. If there's any more that comes from that, I will definitely uh, keep you guys informed on that one. Democrats second amendment syndrome plan plotting the next big fight over gun rights. Jonathan Turley had a really good article uh, today that I was going to try to spend some time on. Manhattan is a sensitive place. You can't count on anyone, especially your heroes. Um, Yeah. So, um, Jonathan Trulley has an update on where they're going to go next. If uh, let's see, I'll, I'll save that one. See if we have time for that today or tomorrow. CDC, look at this headline. CDC directs LGBT children to secretive chats about sex changes, activism, and the occult. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? The CDC is promoting to youth an online chat space that discusses Czech, polymorphous relationships, the occult, sex change operations, and activism, and is specifically designed to be quickly hidden while being used. It also mixes LGBT adults and children and is run in part by Planned Parenthood. It's called Q Chat Space. (laughs) The platform is advertised on the CDC's LGBT Health Youth Resource page. The chat service, which describes itself as a community for LGBTQ teens, is available for those 13 to 19 years old, can be hidden from parents, and focuses on a number of mature themes. QChat hosts conversations on a number of different mature and sexual topics, including drag culture 101 and sex and relationships, having multiple genders intended for bi pan youth. What the fuck is a pan youth? A pan youth. QChat space. Nice, right? (sighs) Ah, Man. No, that crazy bitch did not get arrested. Two minutes from Eric Prince, please. Can I get two minutes of your time?
4: The biggest
1: threat
3: to the United States is at this point.
1: Our biggest threat is internal. Is again, if we can't even agree on what's male and female anymore, if we can't even agree on what is a free and fair election, if we can't even agree, right? And because the other attribute of a country is something that has defined and defended borders, right? So we have one party that's intentionally erasing borders that is doing, I would say, some very questionable things around elections. If you haven't seen the movie 2,000 Mules, watch it. I don't think anybody can say that the, the 2020 election was the freest and fairest in history after watching that, right? If it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Um, and so that kind of election fraud must not happen again.
0: happened to be out there 2,000 mules a discussion on Kanika's newsletter with uh, with Eric Prince um, I would like to hear more about that though Kanika can we get more out there QAnon aligned election denier makes November ballot in Ohio secretary of state race Cleveland Ohio a podcaster and a conspiracy theorist who was a witness for one of the failed lawsuits seeking to overturn the 2020 election will appear on the Ohio ballot in November as an independent candidate for secretary of state. Republican secretary of state, Frank LaRose announced on Monday, Terpishore Torre Mares has qualified for the ballot to face him and Democrat Chelsea Clark in the general election. 300 candidates who sought uh, to run for the statewide office did not qualify. Maras is a vocal adherent of QAnon, the conspiracy theory that sprouted during the Republican President Donald Trump's tenure, that was paramount in amplifying Trump's unfounded claims of widespread voter fraud in the 2020 election. She was also a key witness in attorney Sidney Powell's lawsuit seeking to overturn the 2020 election. Maras originally tried to qualify for the Republican primary to challenge LaRose, but failed to make the ballot after issues with her signature petitions. LaRose won the primary comfortably against John Adams after the 2020 election denier. (laughs) Another 2020 election denier. (laughs) Independent candidates typically do not fare well in Ohio. Congratulations to Tory (laughs) for getting on the ballot in Ohio. (laughs) Checking in with FCCED today to see if we have anything new (laughs) over there. What a world, fam. What a world we live in. FCCD Democrat operative Patrick Doherty pleads guilty to bribery in the red light camera uh, probe. That one came out yesterday evening. UAE detains U.S. lawyer for Kashugi on money laundering charges. (laughs) What the hell? Mayor of Israeli city investigated for suspected bribery and extortion. And Mexico's ex-president, Peña Nieto, faces a financial probe. Brazil police raids a gang allegedly using crypto to launder uh, illegal gold mining. That is the only ones from FCCED today. We've checked in the Department of Justice to see if they figured out how to do justice. I doubt it, but we'll look at, We'll look anyway. How's that sound? Michigan doctor, please guilty to tax evasion. California man sentenced to 11 years in prison for PPP fraud scheme. $27 million uh, PPP fraud scheme. North Carolina man convicted of tax evasion. Three men charged in Ecuadorian bribery and money laundering scheme. Readout of Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco Stripped in New York. No one cares. Uh, should I be following her uh, speech, by the way? Ukraine resident pleads guilty to roll in sophisticated international schemes to steal money from USA bank accounts. Ukraine resident. Justice Department seizes and forfeits approximately $500,000 from North Korean ransomware actors and their conspirators. Huh. <laughs> Justice Department files religious discrimination suit against the city of Lansing, Michigan. Who is this Ukraine resident? According to court documents, Harold Solbill of 69 was a member of the international criminal enterprise that unlawfully debited money from bank accounts of unknowing U.S. victims. Members of the criminal enterprise created shell companies for the purpose of receiving victims' funds and created fake websites for the shell companies that claimed to offer products and services such as cloud storage. Hmm. It almost sounds like you say these guys are tied to the Ukrainian hacker group. Very interesting from the DOJ today. That's about all we got in the Department of Justice. That's pretty much it for the day. We th- I appreciate you guys hanging out with me today. Thank you guys very much. I hope all is well. And I hope you guys have a chance to enjoy the rest of your weekend. <laughs> Let me check in with you guys over in chat. In in the now, the scratch off is released there, Foxhole. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Another two hours flying by today. Deplora Laura Ventmore, knock my socks off. Uh, let's see who else is else over there. Vet- Ventmore, Willie Fix It, The Auditor, many others stopping in to say hello today. Thank you guys for hanging out today over on the Foxhole.app. Much love. 2201 Gold Pills today. Thank you very kindly for your love, support, and prayers. I appreciate you very much. Everyone over there on Rumble, excuse the hell out of you. Oh my God, Mama Bear Club just came out. What happened? It's good to see you, Just Mojo. Much love. Good to see you out there. Ilda the Hun, Marauder. Uh, Chris, thank you for dropping all the links. And many others over there lurking on Rumble as well. Twitch crowd, thanks for being here today, guys. Mr. Beans Bean, Old Homie, Let's Go, Brandon, and Finale Live, all new follows over there on Twitch. Thanks, guys, very much for hanging out today. I appreciate you very much. American Nikki, God bless America and God bless you. Much love. Thanks for hanging out today. Jane, um, Truth is the Light. Many others out there. Uh, Johnny B, all the crowd over there on Twitch. Cat Girl, good to see you. Thanks for hanging out today. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. Thanks for hanging out with me as you guys are every day. See you guys back here tomorrow for another edition of Uncensored Day, 4 Central, 5 Eastern. God bless you all. Have a great evening.
1: Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting
0: difference.